Well, hey there, happy day, Sharon Hornellstrom here with Pluto. He and I are just hanging out, reminiscing about being in the doghouse and talking about how being in the doghouse can help you to grow and supersize and build your business. Well, being in the doghouse, the idiom has several places it could have come from. It, of course, means to be in disgrace or in dislike or be in trouble or be facing punishment in the doghouse. I think most of us have at some point in our life made a mistake, gotten into some trouble, and felt like we were in the doghouse. Well, being in the doghouse might have come from the old practice of when a dog was naughty, it was put in the backyard or sent to the doghouse and put in the doghouse, or in my case, in the dog kennel. If the dogs needed to be outside, they were in their kennels. Or it could have come from back in the times when train travel and ship travel was really, really popular, Workers were generally accommodated in bunk rooms or in dormitory style accommodations, but sometimes there were more workers than there were beds, so they would build little lean-tos or little makeshift uh, places for uh, the overflow workers to stay and to sleep and to be accommodated, and those were called doghouses. It was just, they were nicknamed doghouses. Or it could have come from the story of Peter Pan when Mr. Darling, of course, banishes the family dog, the beloved dog, from the nursery, and he and Mrs. Darling go out for dinner, and when they return, the children have flown off with Peter Pan and are gone. Mr. Darling is so distraught that he decides he is going to stay in the doghouse and live in the doghouse until the children return, which he does, and the children do, of course, eventually return. But in the meantime, he was in the doghouse. He was in trouble. He was punishing himself because he had uh, been harsh to the family dog. Now, doesn't matter where it came from. I think we know what it means. Now, when I'm thinking about it and, and reminiscing with Pluto, my buddy here, uh, came up with some things and some times that I have been in the doghouse. And I, I had some aha moments and realizations about that. When I was younger, I tended to get in the doghouse more often. I clearly remember, and as soon as I read this idiom, the first thing that popped into my mind was when I was 15 years old, I was hanging out with my my older sister. I have a sister that's, my sisters were all a year apart just about. And I was hanging out with her and her friends. So they were older, they were 16, but none of them had their driver's licenses yet. And so, you know, small town Wisconsin, back in the day, there wasn't much to do. This was long before the internet, long before cable TV, long before 24 hour TV and everything. It was just, there wasn't much to do except, you know, drive around and, and meet up with kids and, and have fun and talk and joke. And this was even at 15, it was even before, you know, the drinking age was 18 when I was a kid, but it was even before that. So we were just kids looking for things to do. And one summer night, I was staying overnight at a friend's house, or supposed to be staying overnight at one of my sister's friend's houses. And we decided we would get a ride with some guys to a neighboring town. So we got a ride there. And then after we got there, there was nothing going on. And so they decided they weren't going to give us a ride back home. So here's three of us in the neighboring town. And it's getting close to uh, the time that we all should have been home. And none of us wanted to call our parents and ask them to come and get us because we were scared because we had been dumb and taken a ride to the neighboring town with some guys that we kind of knew but didn't know that well. And so instead of calling our parents, we decided it's a beautiful night. It's, you know, a, a walking distance amount of miles like... 12 or 10 or it was at least 10 miles to my house and so we decided well we're just gonna walk home we can walk home so we just started walking home in the middle of the night you know it was probably 10 or 11 probably 11 when we started walking 
which meant we didn't get home because we weren't walking fast and it was dark until like five o'clock in the morning. And since my house was closest to the town we were walking from, we decided we would go to my house, my parents' house. And I guess we figured that my parents would be the nicest about it and, and, and uh, we wouldn't be in as much trouble if we went there. Well, I did of course get grounded and did get in trouble, um, as did my friends. And it turns out my sister and one of the other friends had been home before curfew, before midnight, so they didn't get in trouble at all, but I was definitely in the doghouse. That's, that's my biggest memory of being in trouble in the doghouse as a kid, actually. And I'm sure there were other instances that I was in more trouble, but I don't, I don't remember. This one stands out as the first time I felt like I really disappointed my parents by, by not using, you know, my common sense. Okay, well, how do we get common sense? By having experiences. I apparently needed the experience of walking home from the neighboring town to learn that you don't take rides if you're not sure how you're going to get back to where you want to be. Uh, in corporate America, I was always, it's been over a, a quarter century in corporate America, and I was one of those employees who would ask for forgiveness instead of permission. So every once in a while, although it served my career very well, having that philosophy, every once in a while, one of my bosses wouldn't like that I had done something without his or her permission. I had one boss in particular that believed so much in protocol and chain of command and that every decision, every choice, every action needed to go through her and through the chain and the ranks. Well, I learned pretty early on in my career, especially with the bigger corporations that I worked with, uh, if you want to get anything done, it could literally take years to make the smallest of changes by the time things went all the way up to the higher towers of the organization and came back down. And when they came back down, they were always very different than what you'd asked for in the first place because they had to be analyzed for every possible outcome. Uh, so I learned, I learned that in corporate America. And then now, even though it gets me in trouble sometimes, I speak my mind. I, sh I speak up for the things I believe in and I like people thinking for themselves and I speak up against things I don't believe in. Um, violence, bullying, harming another human being in any way, shape, or form, I speak up against that and I won't tolerate it. I won't tolerate it in my sphere of influence and in my life, and I, I won't let anybody in my life tolerate it either. And I have deep-seated reasons for that, but those are things that I will speak up against whether it gets me in the doghouse or not. And sometimes it gets me in the doghouse. I made a comment about people bullying on a social media post and proceeded to get barraged with bullying. And I actually did a little social experiment on it. I was, I was looking at my notes on that today. I'm gonna write an article about that and share it because the way human beings are treating one another nowadays, and especially during political years, it's unacceptable. Um, and it's, it's on purpose. It, the, the design, because don't kid ourselves in thinking it isn't designed, but there's a design to get all of us fighting against each other here in America during political campaigns so we feel like we need our political leaders and we need our politicians to think for us because we're not smart enough for, to think for ourselves. It's actually a strategy and a proven strategy. So I say, no matter what, think for yourself and treat other people the way you wanna be treated. So what does this have to do with growing our business? How can we use being in the doghouse to grow into supersize and build our business? Well, if you've ever been in the doghouse, if you've ever had the problem or the challenge that the people you serve are facing, you are uniquely qualified and specifically qualified to help them solve that problem. You can share your experience with that problem and how you faced it and how you overcame it and the trials and tribulations you had in figuring it out. Because I don't know about you, but there aren't very many things that I've ever tried the first time or things I've attempted to do that I didn't 
have to make some adjustments and make some corrections in to really get the result that I wanted. Leadership is all about solving problems and helping people to, to live a better life, to be in a better situation than before they met you. Um, so we can help our customers out of the doghouse by helping them solve problems and challenges that they're facing in their lives. Uh, we also, uh, one of the other things I realized is that most of the times I've ever been in the doghouse and that our customers and other people get in the doghouse, although we don't necessarily understand it or want to admit it at the time, it's usually the result of our own doing, or it might be the result of our own not doing. If we're in trouble in any situation, it's usually because we either did or didn't do something that we usually know we could or should have done to, to rectify the situation or to deal with the situation or to prevent the situation from happening. So that was a, a, an aha moment today, realizing that, hey, every time I've been in the doghouse, it's because I made a choice or a decision or decided to stand up for something I believed in. And then guess what? We all get to do that, but we also have to deal with the consequences of, of all of our choices. So that was kind of an aha for me about being in the doghouse. Love to know your experience with being in the doghouse, helping people in and out of the doghouse. And stories like my 15 year old story uh, about getting in the doghouse. Have you got any of those? Those are fun to share because those are the lessons that we learned that we carry through a lifetime. I am 60 years old, so that event was 45 years ago, and I still carry the lesson of that with me. Now, those are the most powerful lessons that we can ever learn and share with other people so that they don't have to make the same mistakes that we do. Go out, have an amazing day, and I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean, where does it come from, and how might you apply it to grow and create the business and the difference in the world that you want to create? Take care.